Welcome to Monday Morning Murder in the News with Alyssa Carroll. Good morning, heathens, and happy Murder in the News Monday that I'm going to try to release every single Monday morning because the rest of the regular news is just hot, scary garbage, and you know you'd rather be hearing me and my bullshit anyway. So I've scoured the internet for the headlines. I've also had headlines sent to me from listeners, which is always appreciated. So happy commuting, and here we go. Our first article comes from the Daily Beast, and the title says, Georgia child starved by parents was also choked by adult stepbrother, cops say. So the story of a 10-year-old boy in Georgia whose neighbors found him wandering the street after being starved and beaten by his parents has taken another tragic turn. Authorities say the child from Griffin, who weighed just 36 pounds when he was found, had also been choked by his 20-year-old stepbrother. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the stepbrother, Ethan Washburn, has since been arrested alongside the boy's parents, Krista and Tyre Shindley, who face a slate of charges related to the abuse. According to police, none of the couple's four other children were malnourished. Georgia authorities have not shared information about the condition of the starved child since he was found. Mm -mm -mm. The next article comes from BBC.com. This one was submitted by a listener, and the title reads, Nottingham Attacks, What We Know. So three people died and another three were injured following a series of attacks in Nottingham early on Tuesday morning. A 31-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of murder and remains in police custody. Here is what we know. What happened? So two students, both aged 19, were found stabbed to death on Ilkston Road west of Nottingham's city center just after 4 a.m. Police believe the suspect, who has still not been named, then made his way by foot to a hostel in Mapperley Road but was denied entry. Police said this was not reported to them at the time. Nottingham police said the suspect then continued on foot to Magdala Road, where he killed a 65-year-old man and stole his van. This incident took place just under 2 miles or 3.2 kilometers away from the scene of the first two killings. The suspect then attempted to run over a man in the Milton Street area. He was left in a critical condition, but a Nottingham University Hospital's NHS Trust spokesman said he was now stable. He then attempted to run over two other pedestrians in the Sherwood Street area who are believed to have suffered minor injuries. In a statement released on Thursday afternoon, Police said they had reported this part of the incident to the Independent Office for Police Conduct, or IPOC, because a marked police car followed behind the suspect's van for a short distance before it hit the two pedestrians. Police say they then stopped the van in Maples Street, where a 31-year-old man was tasered and arrested at about 5.30 a.m. So what do we know about the victims? 
The two 19-year-olds killed in Ilkston Road were students at the University of Nottingham who had just finished their exams at the end of their first year. They have been formally identified as Barnaby Weber and Grace O'Malley Kumar. Mr. Weber, from Taunton in Somerset, was studying history at Nottingham and was a talented amateur cricketer. His parents, David and Emma Weber, and younger brother Charlie, said he was, quote, a beautiful, brilliant, bright young man with everything in life to look forward to, end quote. Speaking to thousands of students gathered at a vigil at the university on Wednesday, his father said, quote, I'm lost for words. I've lost my baby boy. I know Barney would be super touched by everyone here, end quote. Speaking at another vigil on Thursday, Mrs. Weber said her son dreamed of one day becoming a pilot. Quote, I'm not sure how a history degree from Nottingham was part of the plan, but perhaps he wanted to fly Spitfires, she joked. She said the monstrous individual who killed him will not define us and that he, quote, will receive the retribution he deserves. But she also called on people to, quote, hold no hate that relates to any color, sex, or religion, end quote. In a statement, Taunton School, where he attended from nursery through to sixth form, said, quote, In his long association with the school, he touched the lives of many staff, pupils, and parents, and his loss will be very difficult to come to terms with, end quote. Ms. O'Malley Kumar was a medical student who had undertaken work placements in a GP surgery and volunteered for the nationwide vaccination program in the COVID pandemic. She was also said to have been a talented hockey player, having been a member of England hockey's under-16 and under-18 squads. Her parents and brother James said she was, quote, truly a wonderful and beautiful young lady. As parents, words cannot explain our complete and utter devastation. She will be so dearly missed. End quote. Speaking at Wednesday's vigil, her father, Sanjoy Kumar, said Grace loved being at the university and was full of stories of her time there. At the vigil on Thursday, her mother described her as treasured and adored who wanted to be a doctor. She said the accused must face justice, but called on people to be kind to each other. Don't have hate in your hearts. She added, quote, the magnitude of the grief reflects the magnitude of the love we had for her, end quote. So that was those two students. So what do we know about the suspect? Well, the 31-year-old suspect in custody is originally from West Africa, but had been in the UK for many years, official sources have confirmed. He is not a British citizen, but he had settled status, meaning he had permission to stay in the country for several years. He did not have a criminal record and was not known to the security services. Police said the suspect is a former University of Nottingham student, but they do not believe this to be connected with the attack. It is also understood that the man has a history of mental health issues. So hopefully they have caught the guy that did this. And on to the next one, I have a couple of articles for you regarding the Delphi murder suspect. 
So the first article comes from abcnews.go.com. The title reads, Delphi double murder suspect confessed multiple times, according to prosecutors. So prosecutors are alleging that Delphi, Indiana, double murder suspect Richard Allen, while in custody, confessed five or six times to the killings. Defense attorneys didn't dispute the allegation in a Thursday hearing, but argued the confessions were unreliable because of Allen's deteriorating mental and physical health. Judge Fran Gull is considering the defense's request to move Allen to a different facility. Allen was arrested in October 2022 and charged with two counts of murder for the deaths of Abby Williams, 13, and Libby German, 14. The best friends were enjoying a day off from school when they were killed on a Delphi hiking trail in February 2017. Allen, a Delphi resident, has pleaded not guilty. His trial has been scheduled for January 2024. So the next article is from NewsNationNow.com, and the title reads, Delphi Killings, Lawyers Say Richard Allen's Health Deteriorating. So Libby German and Abby Williams' bodies were found in Delphi, Indiana, as we know. Richard Allen is set to stand trial in connection to their deaths next January, so we will all have to put that on our calendars. Lawyers say Allen's mental and physical state getting worse in isolation. Boo fucking who. And that's all that article says, but it lets us know that it is true they want to move him due to mental and physical state, his state becoming worse in isolation. Now, there is a picture connected with this. It shows him in his little, I believe it's more red than orange jumpsuit, and his hands are handcuffed in front of him, and he's got one of his hands kind of contorted up, and his eyes are bugged out, and he looks confused. He's lost a lot of weight. You know, he, he definitely looks out of sorts. Now, friends, this is a tactic that is used. You know, um, the Golden State Killer came out in a wheelchair, and there are many, many other examples, but you get the point. Um, this is to say that it doesn't diminish what he did. I don't care if he has declining mental health. This is just my personal opinion, of course. Um, and this is allegedly, if he killed them allegedly, just CYA, right? Well, I don't care if he has declining mental health. And I don't care if his physical state, you know, I don't care if he's going on a hunger strike. If he did these horrible things that we're all pretty sure that he did, then, I mean, he needs to suffer any and all consequences. But again, that's that's just my opinion. So his trial is January of next year. So that's six months away. We will be keeping track of that for sure. Our next article comes from Fox 19 Now out of Cincinnati. The title reads, Father Sitting Outside, Rifle Next to Him After Three Sons Killed, Video Shows. So Claremont County, Ohio. The Claremont County Sheriff's Office released video from when deputies first arrived at the scene where prosecutors say a father killed his three sons Thursday. Chad Duerman, 32, is now charged with three counts of aggravated murder, according to the Claremont County's prosecutor's office. The video released 24 hours after the three boys died shows deputies finding Duerman sitting outside the Laurel Lindale Road home with a rifle next to him. 
Court records do not reveal a motive, and Sheriff Steve Leahy declined to release it Friday morning, citing the ongoing criminal case and prosecution. They want to make sure, he said, that nothing they say or do impacts the prosecution. The sheriff's office will have a complete review with the county prosecutor's office regarding all facts that they have currently, he said. The shooting was reported just before 4.15 p.m. at a home owned by this man near the corner of Laurel Lindell Road and Claremontville Laurel Road. The children's mother called 911, screaming her babies had been shot, sheriff's officials wrote in a news release. Three minutes later, a separate caller driving by the shooting scene called 911 and reported seeing a young girl running down the road, warning that, quote, her father was killing everyone. Sheriff's officials have not identified the girl, but say she is safe. Now, court records released Friday say deputies responded to a, quote, report of a male killing everyone in the house. Deputies came into contact with Doerman, who resides at this address and was identified by witnesses as the suspect, end quote. Deputies found three young boys unresponsive on the ground when they arrived. They attempted life-saving measures until Monroe Fire EMS arrived. Quote, all life-saving measures were unsuccessful and all three children succumbed to their injuries at the scene, the sheriff's office said in a news release. The boy's father was found sitting on a step outside the home and detained without incident. Their mother was rushed to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. So I would love to know exactly what this motive is. My gut instinct tells me that perhaps maybe the mother was going to take the children and leave. But I don't know. We'll just have to see, won't we? And our next article comes from KIRO7, and the title reads, Court Records, Four-Year-Old Girl Reported Missing Was Dead for Weeks, Stored in Bags. This is coming out of Memphis, Tennessee. A girl's remains were believed to have been found late Thursday night in Memphis, Tennessee, after she was reported missing earlier in the day. In a news release, Memphis Police Department Chief Sarahlyn Davis said that late Thursday night, officers found a body that was believed to have belonged to a missing child, Sequoia Samuels. The remains were found near the apartment where the girl lived with her family. Memphis Police and the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation called off the search Friday. Quote, it is with heavy hearts that we share the search for four-year-old Sequoia Samuels has ended as investigators believe she is deceased. We wish comfort for all of those who knew and loved her, end quote. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation said in a statement. Sequoia, four years old, who also used a feeding tube, was believed to have been seen last on security camera footage walking out of her house the night before. Her mother, Brittany Jackson, reportedly told police on Thursday that she was at home with the rest of her family and she last saw her just before midnight when she put her to bed, WREG reported. 
When Jackson woke up, she realized Sequoia was missing and called the police. Jackson's story reportedly changed, the news outlet reported, because in court documents, Jackson allegedly told police her boyfriend, Jalen Hobson, had attacked Sequoia a couple of times over the last few weeks. When she was attacked last, she was left unconscious. Hobson couldn't revive her, and her mother didn't try to help. Hobson reportedly then put the girl's body into garbage bags and stored them in the apartment. Quote, Jackson maintained the corpse for several weeks until the bags were dumped into a garbage container at the apartment, according to a statement obtained by the news outlet. Hobson denied any involvement in the girl's death. Jackson was arrested on Friday, just a day after her daughter was reported missing, according to the news outlet. Jackson has been charged with aggravated child neglect, abuse of a corpse, and filing a false police report. Hobson was arrested as well. Hobson was charged with filing a false police report, according to court records. The Department of Children's Services confirmed to WREG that they had prior contact with the family and had opened an investigation. The manner and cause of death has not been released. Our next article comes from CBS12.com and the title reads, Body Found at Walmart Supercenter in West Palm Beach. Why does that not surprise me? So in West Palm Beach, Florida, a body was found at a Walmart Supercenter in West Palm Beach Sunday morning. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office says it was the store location near Military Trail and Belvedere Road. Deputies told CBS 12 that the death does not appear suspicious and there is no evidence of foul play. B. PSO is investigating the cause of death. At this time, there is no threat to the community. So it kind of sounds like it was either a a suicide or, or something like that. But, you know, people in Palm Beach, let me know. And then for our final article, this is coming from The Telegraph. The title reads, Missing 14-year-old girl was lured to man's Georgia home via dating app, reports say. A 14-year-old girl who vanished on the last day of school has been found three weeks later living with a 41-year-old Georgia man, according to the Gwinnett County Police Department. The girl has been reunited with her family and the man, Russell Cheeves, was arrested June 15th and charged with enticing a child for indecent purposes and interference with custody, according to a news release. He is also accused of child molestation, jail records show. Investigators say the two met via a dating app and that the girl was manipulated into going to the man's home in nearby Clayton County, south of Atlanta. Quote, information was received that led the lead detective to believe that the girl was at a home on Sanders Drive in Morrow, police said. Officers with the Lake City Police Department and the City of Morrow Police Department visited the home and located her with a man, the sheriff's office said. The girl's home in Stone Mountain is about 25 miles north of Morrow. 
She went missing May 24th and was last seen outside Parkview High School after taking an exam, police said. That was also the last day of classes for the Gwinnett County Public Schools. The case got more troubling when investigators discovered her cell phone had been switched off and all social media activity ceased. The girl did not have access to money or a car, police said. Quote, These circumstances are outside her normal behavior as she has perfect attendance in school, police said in a June 5th release. Well, I am certainly glad that she was located at least alive, hopefully unharmed, safe, and sound. But these dating apps, I'm telling you guys, you need to be careful. And if you have teenagers, you definitely need to keep an eye on that shit because those predators are just waiting. They are. They truly, truly are. But with that, I am back off vacation, going back to my 9 to 5, starting this morning, Monday morning, And I know I'm going to get an ash chewing because I forgot to set my out of office after I was explicitly told to because I've never been important enough to need to set an out of office. For those of you that have to do that, you know what I'm saying. So, yay, so excited to go back. (sighs) Have a good week, guys. Love you guys. Bye-bye.